This is an RNZ podcast. Look, if this is in reference to uh, some discussion around uh, a methamphetamine program uh, that is currently being supported, that program uh, is based on a program that has been around since 2010, which the then national government was happy to support. I see this as politics. That was Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern had a stand-up press conference last Monday responding to a reporter asking if she was really comfortable about public money funding an anti-drug programme run in part by the mongrel mob. Her response was that it was politics rather than rehabilitation at the root of the question, but that was kind of self-evident. News reporters wouldn't be asking the Prime Minister about spending on a health or justice issue if it hadn't already become political and, in their eyes, newsworthy. The thing that made it both of those in the first place was a scoop that filled the front page of Hawke's Bay Today newspaper on Monday. It said that close to $3 million from funds collected from the Criminal Proceeds Recovery Act of 2009 were being used to fund a new marae-based rehabilitation initiative called Kahukura. Hawke's Bay Today's front page story on Monday began like this. Central Hawke's Bay Mayor Alex Walker says the funders of a drug rehabilitation programme led by the mongrel mob must keep their eyes wide open. Well, the National Party certainly found it pretty eye-opening and had plenty to say about it pretty swiftly. National MP Mark Mitchell, for example, couldn't wait to bring it up when he was a guest on the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB. Mike, talking about the, the um, proper use of taxpayers' money, Stu, how and who signed off $2.75 million to the mongrel mob in Hawke's Bay to run a, um, a meth uh, rehabilitation program when, you know, the money's going straight out the back door to run the um, meth production uh, units all, all the way through the Hawke's Bay. <laughs> now, by this point, Mark Mitchell and his National Party colleagues knew that it was several ministers, including the Prime Minister, who'd given a green light to that funding. And when Stuff then reported that the program involves participants going on fishing trips and tramps, and even working on a garden at the house of the president of the gang, Sonny Smith... It gave them further fuel. Branding the funding a sick joke, National MP Simeon Brown said he drafted a gang funding prohibition bill to ensure no public money would ever be handed to any gang. The Kahukura funding sends the wrong message, he said in a statement, and the message for the media was pretty clear in his statement too. National is the party of law and order. We won't be sitting down and having cups of tea with gangs. Rather, we support our police to enforce the law and support organisations like the Salvation Army. Meanwhile, at Monday afternoon's post-Cabinet press conference, the Prime Minister pointed out that when the Law and Order Party was in power not so long ago, it gave a green light to similar rehab programmes. So this, I'd say, is an example of where this kind of programme has happened before. It is not new, uh, and it would be a shame to see uh, a, a political party who once supported addressing meth addiction and crime-related meth addiction from stepping away from that, as appears to now be the case. And as for Mark Mitchell's claim that the thick end of $3 million for Kahukura would be a big boost for mob-made meth in Hawke's Bay, Hawke's Bay Today's original story on Monday clearly said the Ministry of Health had made the application to the Proceeds of Crime Fund, which is administered by the Ministry of Justice, with decisions determined by a panel representing a range of government bodies. So in other words, the mob doesn't get the money. 
The chair of the panel which greenlit the funding also told Hawke's Bay today there would be ongoing evaluation across the duration of the initiative. And Māori Television's Tao Māori News reported that it wasn't actually clear if National's bill would prevent the Kahu Kora funding anyway, as the programme is run by a separate organisation, the Trust Hard to Reach. But as the media story became almost entirely party political, the devil was not in the detail about the delivery of effective rehabilitation. It was all about the noise and that sum of $2.75 million of public money. Now, there was another reason that this made so many headlines this past week, and that was because it came off the back of another controversy created last week by a mere $200 of taxpayers' money making its way to the mob. The Human Rights Commission gave $200 in koha to a mob hui in Hamilton back in May. And last weekend on News Hub Nation, Tova O'Brien asked the Human Rights Commissioner, Paul Hunt, this question. Why did we, we you do. give $200 we, we, of taxpayer money to the mongrel well, mob? Look, as, I, as I was about, about to, to say, that what we're keen to do is to reach beyond the Beehive and Lambton Key to different communities to show how human rights can help uh, deal with difficult uh, issues. It was News Talk ZB that revealed that koha the previous week, prompting National Simeon Brown and ACT's leader David Seymour to call for the Human Rights Commissioner's resignation. News Talk ZB also said Green co-leader Marama Davidson, who's also the Minister for the Prevention of Family Violence, attended the same hui in Hamilton but didn't give koha. Māori Development Minister Willie Jackson had also met with the mongrel mob recently and he also copped flack from the opposition for doing so. And on Tuesday last week, News Talk ZB's Jason Walls confronted Willie Jackson in Parliament to find out if he'd handed over public money too. That's a stupid question uh, and uh, I'm tired of those stupid uh, uh, types of questions. Uh, what we're talking about is carrying tikanga here and so when you go anywhere, uh, you give koha. Uh, if you're invited uh, to go anywhere, then you should be taking a koha. This is not a matter of giving koha to the mongrel mob or no one wants to give donations to uh, the mongrel mob, but you're, if you're invited... We have to carry our tikanga as Māori and we have to give koha and that's just uh, not debatable. Later that day on News Talk ZB's Drive Show, political editor Barry Soper was unimpressed by Willie Jackson's response which was at once aggressive and dismissive. I'll tell you what, I'd love to see Willie Jackson koha bill uh, since he's been Māori Development Minister but look, that was arrogance in the extreme. Um, basically, he's saying he's beyond being asked, uh, asked questions. And uh, the fact is we're entitled to know as taxpayers. And uh, it might be tikanga. Well, why didn't he explain in a better, more sensible way uh, what they do? But whether he likes it or not, he did give money to the mongrel mob. Do you reckon? Well... Clearly, and what he and that same day on the talk station Magic Talk, Willie Jackson told the host Danny Watson there was misunderstanding among non-Māori about koha protocols and tikanga that had been politicised. Uh, you know, there, 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 there's not an understanding, is there, Danny, in terms of uh, in terms of koha? You know, people let their hatred and resentment for gangs, and I can understand that. Uh, get in the way of our, our protocols, our tikanga. And Willie Jackson then went on to make this claim on Magic Talk about the media reporting of all of that. Well, can I tell you, I might be getting a hard time on your network, but on my on our Māori networks, uh, I'm getting 100% support. So uh, if you want to listen, tune into Māori TV or to, uh, to Karere on Channel 1 or the Iwi Māori Radio Network, 
100% support. But was that really the case? Later on that day, the issue came up again on TBNZ's Takarere, but only briefly. Now there, Willie Jackson told the host Scotty Morrison he was really hoha, annoyed that National and ACT were playing politics with this. The most important thing is tikanga, that is the answer to that, my friend, Willie Jackson said to Scotty Morrison, who just left the issue there. But in last weekend's interview with the Human Rights Commissioner on News Hub Nation, Tova O'Brien made this point. Can I just put to you something that RNZ journalist Mediana Johnson said to Willie Jackson this week? Why would you uphold tikanga for a group that don't uphold tikanga? Quote, they harm our people, they pump meth, they beat the women. So personally, are you comfortable giving them $200 of someone else's cash? RNZ's political reporter Mariana Johnson had indeed put that to Willie Jackson in Parliament because she knew there was concern about tikanga and the mana tied up with it that may not be appropriate for an organisation involved in crime and harm to Māori people and communities. Willie Jackson's response was, you're sounding as silly as some of the questions coming our way. Now, as a former boss at Radio Wātea and also a former chair of Te Whakaruruho, the umbrella group representing iwi radio stations, Willie Jackson knows plenty about Māori media. And there's nothing new about a minister resenting or dismissing questions put to them by reporters, whether they're really silly ones or not. But Willie Jackson's claim there that all Māori media and journalists agreed with him about that issue 100% was not only overstated, it was also a bit heavy-handed in the light of the fact that as Māori Development Minister, he's driving a significant review right now of the Māori media. Tipuni Kōkiri, the Ministry of Māori Development, took almost two years to complete Te Ao Pāpaho Māori, Ho, the Māori Media Sector Options Report, back in 2019. Now that proposed funding fewer news programmes and newsrooms so better resource programmes could be seen and heard across Māori media. And Willie Jackson's predecessor, Nanaia Mahuta, endorsed that. But as her associate minister at the time, Willie Jackson emphatically didn't. And he even said that the ministry needed to be reined in on that. Now, after Nanaia Mahuta's elevation last year, Willie Jackson is now in charge, and he's now charged with enhancing the Māori media sector alongside a new public media entity that the government is planning. Last June, Willie Jackson appointed a panel of seven Māori media experts, including Takarari Scotty Morrison, to provide him with independent expert advice to support recommendations that he will take to Cabinet later this year. And it would be surprising, even worrying, if they all agree with the Minister 100% about that.